0: On today's episode of the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're going to be going over the results
1: of SmackDown, Rampage, and NXT Level Up. Okada
0: out. divon get to WWE. WWE has significant interest in free agent. Osprey's Revolution. News on Seth Rollins.
1: Iconic theme song.
0: We also have This Day in Wrestling History.
1: And the follower shout out.
0: Well, not less nothing else left for you guys to do but get your ring gear on lace up your boots step through these ropes
1: and ref ring the bell Set for at least one hour. Introducing your hosts from Fort Worth, Texas, at a total combined weight of 430 pounds, Kevin and Chris Newell, the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast.
0: Welcome wrestling fans. This is the Cross Promo Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Kevin and I'm Chris and we are one of the few father son tag team podcaster podcasters. All right. Well, we're recovering from what was a great night in professional wrestling. Of course, we've going over Smackdown Level Up and Rampage. Um, Of course, we got our match of the night and it was a good one. Surprisingly, it was one that we didn't even expect to be the match of the night, to be honest. Um, so let's go ahead and let's, uh, kick, get things kicked off by going over everything by, uh, talking about what had happened tonight on WWE SmackDown. Friday night SmackDown. All right. Well, Friday night SmackDown took place in Atlanta, Georgia tonight. Uh, started off with, uh, Jimmy Uso and, uh, Solo Sokoa just waiting backstage for Roman Reigns and, uh, Paul Heyman to return to not return but show up to the arena, which they did. Uh, Roman instantly had asked Paul Heyman, what did I ask you to do? And Paul said, to fix things, to fix this. And he goes, nothing seems to be fixed. And, And he's just laughing like nothing seems to be fixed. And he, him and Paul walk off, but then they clo- get a close-up on Solo, and Solo says, uh, basically, he'll fix everything. Something going on there in the bloodline. Well, uh, initially, right off the bat, they go on ahead and they do the contract signing for the uh, Fatal Four Way match at the upcoming Royal Rumble, which was a surprise. I thought they were gonna save that for last, but
1: Or maybe put it in the middle somewhere. Or
0: somewhere, but turns out the main or event Or put it
1: right be- before the main event. And that's why I
0: think That's event. where I thought it would go, but they do it at the beginning of the show. And of course they named the main event was gonna be Randy Orton taking on solo Sokoa. Well Nick Aldous was already in the ring, had the table set up and everything, um uh, He then started introducing the competitors as they came out. AJ Styles came out, immediately signed the contract. L.A. Knight came out, immediately signed the contract. Randy Orton came out, signed the contract. Well, he was about to introduce... Well, Nick Aldis was about to introduce Roman Reigns. All of a sudden, here comes Paul Heyman. And only Paul Heyman. And only Paul Heyman. Uh, He went on ahead and started saying, well... He gave the excuse that... uh, Roman Reigns has not um, looked at the contract, and Roman Reigns, the Tribal Chief's lawyers, have not looked at the contract. So he will not be signing the contract tonight. And
1: I think uh, uh, he did something funny after that. Oh, Nick Aldis. Nick,
0: Nick Aldis did. He said, "Oh, okay. Well, he's not going to be signing. Well, the three men in this ring did. So these three men will now go to Royal Rumble." In a triple threat match to determine the now vacant W uh, Undisputed Universal Championship. At that point, Paul Heyman started stomping his way up to the ring.
1: He knew he'd be in a. Uh, he was Oh yeah. He got out. Well, no,
0: he thought he was gonna be in big trouble. But what he does, he starts kissing uh, Nick Aldis's butt and saying, yeah. you know, saying things like "I like you." Da 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 da. And uh, L.A. Knight chimes in telling him, you know, you need to stop flapping your gums, because if you keep on doing it, I'm going to be slicing bacon off your back. Basically calling him a pig. Uh, then A.J. Styles chimes in, saying, you know, I you got no room to talk, because the first moment I had to team up with uh, John Cena to take on the bloodline, you stepped over my injured body, you know, and took over. And they go back and forth. Randy's just standing there watching this all go down. And uh then all of a sudden, you know, LA Knight and AJ Styles get into a fight that spills out into the onto the ramp, up to to the stage. They're trying to separate them. Paul Heyman's over here just laughing, laughing, laughing. Randy gets in Paul's face and goes, I know what you're trying to do, but it ain't gonna happen to me. And he starts twirling Paul's tie and everything and bringing him in closer and he says, just know that Roman is going to fall to the three deadliest letters in the WWE and that is the RKO. Uh, he then went on to say, so make sure you have Solo ready tonight because I'm going to be him. Solo behind him. Yeah.
1: And then he rko Solo.
0: Yeah Yeah. I mean Yeah It it, it was a good way to start things off Uh, Then We get into the first match of the night And it was between LWO And I guess they're calling their Their team Legato Uh, Of course LWO being represented by Carlito, Cruz Del Toro And Joaquin Wild Uh, Legato being Uh represented by santos escobar humberto carrillo and angel angel garza i, believe, uh, I, thought, I
1: thought it was a uh, legato del Fantasma.
0: we got well no that was the old faction that santos escobar had with cruz and joaquin that would explain why it was on the uh the titantron thing yeah all right so um so they go to commercial break cuz they're coming out to the ring as they do. And they go when they get back, all this is making his way to Roman Reigns' locker room and is basically you know wanting trying to get Roman to sign the contract. AJ Styles AJ Styles cuts off Nick Aldis and says, "I want LA Knight in a match tonight." And Nick Aldis, "Not having time to discuss ask why or anything. said fine, you get him." And AJ walks off, and then Nick Aldis gets ready to go into the locker room. Back to the match of LWO versus Legato. Um, LWO, right off the bat, was bringing the fight. They were getting fed up with these three guys, so they really dug into them. It was pretty good. I mean, we had aerial stunts from both Cruz and Joaquin. Uh, I was hoping for another launch of Joaquin in the, in the air like that. what happened on NXT a couple of weeks ago but much to my dismay did not happen
1: it looked like it was gonna happen it looked
0: like it was but it, it didn't all that Carlito did was just hold the rope still so they can have something sturdy to kind of bounce off of or whatever well um, during all this of course there was uh, a roll-up pin that Santos had on Carlito. He did kind of a blind tag that Carlito didn't see. He didn't know that Santos was the legal man in. Uh, so that made uh, Santos, Humberto, and Angel the winners of the match. Uh, this leaves uh, Santos's record one and one. Humberto and Angel's records undefeated at two and oh. Uh, next you have, oh then of course then Carlito is one and one. And Cruz and Joaquin are both two and two. All right, Chris, you had a, a interview with some of uh, some familiar faces.
1: Oh yeah, pretty deadly. They were talking about how they had never been never been better prepared for Tyler and Butch. Yet I I think either in a, ne- a later promo or in this one, or interview.
0: Was after, one of the two. I think it was after their match.
1: They were talking about uh, we weren't we weren't ready, but you've never been better prepared. So yeah. it's like it's got to be one of those. I, things I think
0: with them going on this losing streak, they need to get Tyler Breeze back in there. Have Tyler Breeze join Pretty Deadly and run Pretty Deadly. Because yep. I mean, his moniker was Prince Pretty.
1: It, again, that would still be cool to see.
0: I would pay my good money. And, and then they
1: could, and then have them have a rivalry with the New Day yeah, once yeah. all three of them are back.
0: Yes. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Uh, then after that, you had a match with Pretty Deadly against Tyler Bate, and Butch now going back to uh, Pete Dunne, or I think you said he went back
0: to Pete Dunne. Yes. Thank God for that. That's Pete Dunne was more vicious than Butch. Butch seemed to be like the vicious dog on a leash for. Uh, uh, brawling brutes. If you, if you would see the earlier brawling brutes, that's all that Pete Dunne looked like as Butch was the guy that was just so high-strung, ready to ready to fight. You've got Rich Holland restraining him and Seamus restraining him.
1: That match was... Uh, well, after everybody had come out, you had... Uh, of course, they went to break, and when they got back, you had Lashley and The Prophets saying they're going to show the new testament true aggression
0: so i don't know if that's well it was uh later announced there uh next week you're going to have i guess their group is going to be called you know the pride of course them being the three three lions take and they're going to have a face-to-face with the new testament so i don't know if this means you may see more of the Pride. uh, members come out, like, say, for example, a manager and, I mean, just someone to even the odds, would it be B-Fab, would it be Jade Cargill, but I honestly don't, I honestly don't think it's not gonna, I don't think it's gonna be Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill is one that, um, should be one of the standalone things, and I don't think the Royal Rumble would probably be the proper place. If so, then that's that's fine, but she's like a kind of kind of wrestler. To have her just debut in WWE in the Royal Rumble is one thing. I mean, it worked for AJ Styles because that's how he debuted in WWE, was going to the Royal Rumble, and who did he run into right off the bat? Roman Reigns. That's funny, so... Sorry, I threw you off.
1: And that match ended after they got back to the match. Okay. It ended by pinfall when Pete Dunne pinned Elton Prince, resulting in Pretty Deadly now being defeated at 0-2, Ooh. and Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne being 2-0. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm still being serious about Pretty Deadly going on like this bad losing streak, and they feel like they're losing their good looks or whatever. And then c- up comes like a a modeled god. Here comes Ty- Tyler Breeze to restore like life ki- into the like some
1: kind of angel or something. Yes,
0: and turns out all it was is he was just walking with a light behind him and a fog machine that they were testing, and it's it's really him. If it, if
1: that's actually what they go with, like they were actually in the middle of testing a fog machine, that or, be, or
0: or or. I still got to have that sound bite of that. But they um, have a vignette where they're trying to find Tyler Breeze.
1: Or they're trying to be pretty again.
0: <laughs> in in a quest to find, to find their prettiness or whatever. Something. And they find pretty master Tyler Breeze or something. I mean, something that's got to get Tyler Breeze in there. Because I want that. I mean, we got the AOP with... Carrying cross, which is perfect perfect so I mean Chef's Kiss perfect and you need Tyler Breeze back you need Tyler Breeze in there I mean granted I've, 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 to my understanding it sounded like he's tired or something but we need him back in on the main roster and put him with Pretty Deadly sorry Chris I keep cutting it off because I'm very passionate about it
1: uh, that's alright uh, then you had the uh, KO show. <laughs> that, that, that's funny. Oh, uh, before you had the KO show, you had Pretty Deadly being interviewed where they were angry about the loss, and that's where we're talking about how they wasn't they wasn't ready, but they was prepared.
0: Yeah, they were basically saying you know they weren't prepared for you know Dutch to change his name to Pete Dunn, all that other stuff. That that's why they lost the name change. I don't know.
1: Maybe it threw him off so bad or something. Anyway, then you have the KO show there after you that,
0: there
1: you go. where see something about uh he came in there with all all that energy and then we are just quietly reading yeah, the notes cause, out loud. Yeah,
0: because that's not your hand. Is that your handwriting or no? Nah, it's my handwriting. How can you not me write? Well, with most of the, my notes, I I can
1: just kind of remember what I wrote down because I wrote them. Oh. Okay. But these I actually have to read. So. So you had Paul saying that this is, his show. I thought they. have When I saw Paul, I thought of the other Paul. Not not Logan Paul. There's
0: there's a bunch of different Pauls now. Anyway. <laughs>
1: And that KO'd Kevin Owens Is the reason he's in WWE Where you then had him saying That he was embarrassed at Wrestlemania uh, 2021 When he, he got stunned
0: K- Yeah when he got stunned by KO and said something like it was embarrassing him.
1: And then started talking about how it's, That's exactly what the crowd did They were cheering And then you had Kevin Owens saying That he barely remembered that yeah, because he,
0: he's, he's put guys out so many times that he's lost He's stunned names. so
1: many... Uh, well, I mean, when you stun so many people, how are you going to remember all of them?
0: Yeah, you don't have, like, a checklist or something that you carry with you.
1: And even then, I don't think he would remember to check it. No. Uh, let see. Then you had Logan saying something about how he became better...
0: Oh, uh, no, I think it was KO that was saying, you know, we had our doubts and then you just steadily became better, but you're not on our level.
1: Oh, yeah, not one of us. Yeah. And then you had Logan Paul going on some long... He he basically said some stuff, and you had Paul... Not Paul. I was about to say Paul Heyman. You had KO responding to that with, uh, I, I don't know what any of that meant and then he started talking and he said that basically uh, Logan Paul was protected and sheltered which i mean
0: yeah he was
1: because there's I certain, mean
0: there, there's truth to it
1: yeah uh it, it, how he couldn't say certain things or like what well he couldn't bring up some things he about that Logan
0: Paul had done yeah. You mean the whole uh, Bitcoin or crypto thing and then the crime investigation and then the incident in Japan.
1: Yeah. Probably
0: he... couldn't bring up any of that. Yeah. And to be honest, it's probably more than just that, but for all we know, he could be on that uh, one particular list that has been le- that came out.
1: Oh, yeah, the list. <laughs> but it's, it's funny so far. But we digress. Yeah then you had Logan Paul saying something about he turned that into a debate about the cast and, Lo, and then uh, Kevin Owens he took the cast off and so he doesn't need the cast anymore I guess uh, okay. and, then, and then Logan taking advantage that took a cheap shot and then that turned into a fight okay then you had uh, a promo with the bloodline in their, uh, I guess, locker room? Just mm-hmm. their room area thing? Place? Their locker room. And uh, you had rog- Rogan. Roman getting on the Uso... Uso's... Solo and the one Uso that's with the bloodline. The
0: no ye Uso.
1: Yeah. Or, er, ye- Uh Getting on his case about how there's only one wise man and how there's two of you. And how... And then Solo at some point said that he's going to fix it after Roman had already kind of walked off. So we're going to have to
0: see. Something's what's going, going on, on that's going to happen between Solo and Roman.
1: I'm thinking so too.
0: I don't know what, but something is going to happen.
1: Maybe Roman's going to, because we've already started kind of seeing bits of that, like yeah. hints here and there. Maybe Roman's going to slip up one time and
0: Solo's just going to take over. No, probably not. Uh, next match we had we had the Unholy Union and that was the return match for uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn taking on the women's tag team champions Caden Carter and Katana Chance. But here was the twist: Damage Control was all at ringside with Bailey on commentary. Well, they were all kind of in the commentary area, but I think Bailey. Bailey was the only one with a headset on. Yeah. Um, had, did you notice she was wearing a uh, Rhea Ripley shirt? That that was weird. No, that's basically that's basically her calling her shot, saying if if I win the Royal if Rumble, I win win the Royal Rumble, I'm going after Rhea Ripley. That that's all that she's saying. But and then we'd sort of, well,
1: I, I guess in this case, damage control has the numbers advantage
0: there. Mm. I I think so, but um, she went on to say that she was the mommy slayer. What I honestly think with this whole thing with the Royal Rumble and Bayley, I feel she's going to win. And she's going... But up until the Royal Rumble or after the Royal Rumble, she's going to need to make a decision. Is she going to go after Sky or Rhea Ripley? And we're going to have Batista winning the Royal Rumble... Leaving evolution kind of thing Because uh, back in the mid Or early 2000s Batista had won the Royal Rumble And he was going to have a choice Does he go to Smackdown And face the uh, Face JBL At Wrestlemania Would you stop spinning in the chair dude? I seriously I'm having a conversation here And you keep, I keep talking to the side of your face no Wait. more okay. anyway so he had a choice does he go uh, challenge JBL at Wrestlemania 21 for the title quit moving it inch by inch I see you doing that sir or does he stay on Raw and take on Triple H well prior earlier in the night before he signed which championship he's going after he had kind of overheard triple h and Ric flair talking about how they're trying to coerce batista to go to smackdown and comments were made about batista's intelligence making fun of it everything like that and batista was like okay i got something for him so when it came to the contract signing what he did is he fooled them he had a clip two clipboards one said raw on the back one said smackdown
1: he put the SmackDown paper on the Raw
0: board. No, no, no. no. Or he swapped the no, papers. No, no, no. He held up the Raw, the SmackDown clipboard, and here's Triple H and Ric Flair just smiling, giving thumbs up, looking like idiots. Yeah, he's got to go to SmackDown. And then trip you know, he's just like this, and all of a sudden, you know, the trademark thumbs down that Batista does. He got it from having his thumbs up and then putting his thumbs down and getting this angry look on his face. And Ric Flair's face went from, uh, all smiles to, oh, like, oh, crap. So he didn't go to SmackDown, I'm guessing. Oh, but then Triple H called him an MF-er. I I read his lips before he tried to take a swing at Batista. And then, of course, Batista slams him through a table, picks up the clipboard, uh, drops the SmackDown clipboard, picks up the raw one, and says, Triple H... I'm just gonna stay right here on Raw and signs the contract, slams it on Triple H's chest, and walks out of the ring. So I'm thinking that's gonna probably be a similar situation for uh, Bailey. And I think the way it's gonna be chosen is Mercedes Monet. I'm not gonna do it now. Ah, the heck with it. Monet watch, or Mercedes watch, or whatever. She returns to the Royal Rumble. Okay. And. She faces Bailey. Bailey who is best friends with Mercedes Monet. Ends up eliminating her. And she's realizing. You know. They forced me into this. The damage control forced me into this situation. To where I had to. uh, Face my old friend. And eliminate her. Or something. Something happens there where Bailey sees what damage control is really doing to her. And, you know, she sees the light. And then gives them, uh, gives damage control the impression that they are. that she is gonna go to Raw and take on uh, Rhea Ripley. But in a twist. Going to take on Neo Sky at WrestleMania. Just saying. And with all that, let's go back to the match. Back to. Um. Now, uh, of course, Caden uh, Carter and Katana Chance have won this match. They have successfully for a. Uh, they have successfully defended and retained their titles. They are undefeated at. Uh, I believe three and zero. Yes, three and zero because they no two and 2 and zero because they have won the titles before the new year during in December. Then their first title defense was against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. That was their first win. This is their second. Uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn not starting off the year right, okay. Uh, they are zero and one. Of course, it was won by Katana pinning Alba. Uh, next, Oh, and then right after the match, you had the Kabuki Warriors holding the tag titles. They go into the ring and Asuka does her trippy little dance thing, you know. And uh, that, that, that trippy little dance she does, that's just a dance saying, I have no rhythm. I'm making this up as I go. I'm a drunk girl at a rave. That's all that it looked like. Um, so backstage you had uh, Luke Gallows uh, and uh, Carl Anderson and Mee Chin standing there just talking AJ Styles comes up and Luke is telling AJ look no matter what is going whatever is going on with you being mad at us or anything understand we still have your back no matter what Granted, they didn't show it, but uh, then uh, you had Final Testament. Chris, they were answering to that uh, promo that uh, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits did.
1: They were talking about it was in um, kind of video thing Yeah. about how they're not they're not playing games.
0: Yeah, like uh, the Street Profits were saying that they're that is some kind of game or something and again you know final final testament over here I guess talking about they're going to show them uh, aggressiveness and all this stuff
1: yeah (laughs) go ahead let's see anytime I mess with the paper I end up losing my spot Then you had Carmelo confronted by Theory and Waller. uh, Talking about how Theory is
0: going to be facing him next week. So. Oh, yeah. um, Waller accepted Carmelo Hayes' challenge for facing Austin Theory next week. And, of course, we're having a trick mellow kind of thing between uh, between, uh, Waller and Theory.
1: What? what? Wait! Why? They're supposed to be friends. I know. They're friends. I know. Then you had uh, AJ Styles and LA Knight. The match that it got made earlier. Right. Where they were, they both went
0: crazy. Yeah, they were really going. They, they were mad. All kinds of vicious. I mean, at one point, well, I wouldn't say mad, but no. At one point, LA Knight kind of slammed, like slid AJ Styles like into the post where his face kissed the turnbuckle
1: that sounds not fun no uh, then you had Jimmy and Solo come out well you had Jimmy kind of come out as a distraction and then Solo came up behind them right uh, then you had Solo attacking if I remember right uh, LA Knight yeah. which then ended the match in disqualification for uh, AJ Styles because LA Knight was attacked. Which means AJ Styles is one, one and one. Three ones. Uh, <laughs> LA Knight it's two oh and one.
0: Okay. Still undefeated, technically.
1: And then after that, after the match ended, because of this of a uh, DQ, you have Solo taking the mic and speaking, which I don't think we've seen him do before. And he said two down, one to go.
0: Yeah, in reference to AJ Styles and uh, LA Knight, thinking, "Okay, I've got one more person to take out, and that's Randy Orton.
1: One more problem to solve." Yeah. Let's see, then you had Solo Sikoa versus Randy Orton, where you had uh, Nick Aldis at ringside, sort of by the uh, commentary area. Uh, and Solo got aggressive early again look, seeming to look to want to solve this yeah. this problem and, that he sees uh, see. then they tried doing that same thing again where you had Jimmy come out of distraction but then you had uh, LA Knight come out and attack him and then Styles came out after that where well, they then used that as a detraction against Solo, where he was able to be RKO'd by Randy Orton, and then pinfalled, meaning uh, Randy Orton won. Okay. Then after that, there was this sort of, I guess, issues or something, and let's see. Uh, LA Knight got RKO'd, <laughs> if I remember right, before that. Uh, AJ Styles got kind of Knocked out by LA Knight Right Then Roman came out To super punch Or superman punch Orden uh, Where then Nick Aldis gave him the contract to sign So I guess he will actually be able to defend his title It hasn't been vacated yet
0: I guess because uh, he thinks he found a loophole Or something I guess I don't know but He thinks this is going to be all too easy Maybe who knows?
1: Then he uh, kind of got in the corner to for the spear, right? Right. And
0: because of that, he lost it.
1: yeah. And then uh, he got RKO. Well, he,
0: he got the spear <laughs> countered with an RKO. Oh, okay. Very clever. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that pretty much just covers that in uh, WWE. Uh, Now we're going to go ahead and go into uh, NXT Level Up. Give me a second to find the buttons. NXT.
1: NXT.
0: So we're going to use NXT's theme here. All right, so starting off NXT Level Up, you had Scripps being, uh, of course, escorted to the ring by Out the Mud, or OTM, taking on Brooks Jensen jensen had control early on in the match but then started to slowly lose it lose control after constant uh interference attempts from uh out the mud well of course scripps gets the win after uh, i forget the female that's with them now i want to say it's i think it's jada parker and uh she had like took out brooke jensen's left knee as he was trying to suplex Scripps back into the ring and uh, that made uh, Brooks fall to, the, fall to the canvas and then all of a sudden Scripps picks up the win. Uh, Scripps record is now 1-0 and and Brooks Jensen is now 1-1. Uh, then next we had Hank and Tank, Hank Walker and uh, Tank Ledger talking about how they were ready for their uh, for the team No Quarter uh, as the main event match that was going to happen in, uh, later on in the evening. Of course, uh, No Quarter did not say who they would be facing. They wanted it to be a surprise and see how their skills are and also their own guys. Then, uh, Chris, you had... Um, yeah, pretty much the next match, and that I believe involved, uh, I guess, the new leader of Chase U, J.C. Jane.
1: Yeah, she was going against uh, Carly, right? Yeah, Carly Bright. Uh, where that was a pinfall victory for J.C. Jane, who is now one and zero, and Carly Bright is zero and one. Then you had uh, for the main events, main event thing with uh, No Quarter and Hank and Tank. Where you had uh, Charlie Dempsey and Damon Kemp with representing their team. Where great tag team there.
0: Very good. I mean, it was very, very good tag team chemistry um, with both teams. They displayed that they did. They did the basic thing you can do in a tag match: is cut that ring in half and keep your opponent on your side and keep him away from his partner.
1: Well, this resulted in a victory for No Quarter when Damon Kemp pinned Tank, or not Tank, but a uh, Hank. Yeah, Hank Walker. Which now results in Hank and Tank being 0-2, and No Quarter. Well, at least for that team, Charlie Dempsey and Damon Kemp are now Charlie Dempsey is 1-0, and Damon Kemp is 1-1. Mm.
0: All right. Pretty much takes care of... Aha. Uh-huh. Alright, so now we're gonna move right along to Rampage. Rampage. Alright, so immediately right off the bat you've got... Uh, Chris Jericho taking out Matt, Matt Seidel. Or Sidel, I'm sorry. Oh, was it yeah, It was Seidel, Seidel. Anyway. Uh, big Final? thing. Well, Doesn't uh, neither here nor there. Three. The uh, thing you have to take away, though, is Don Callis was at ringside, and if we remember last, I thought m- he was at commentary. He was at commentary, yeah. But if you remember from Battle of the Belts last week, it was the Don Callis family that interfered in that tag team match that uh, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Ricky Starks, and Big Bill were a part of. Well. Jericho picks up the win he's now 1 and 1 and Matt Sadal Sidell, is uh, defeated at being 0 and 2 uh, well immediately after the match Jericho making his way up the ramp celebrating you know his victory and everything all of a sudden gets jumped behind by uh, Takashita and they get into this fight and you've got security coming from the back trying to separate the two of them and everything so we may be seeing that in an upcoming matchup sometime soon, I believe. All right, uh, Chris, you've got the next match.
1: Okay, I found the match. I just kind of took longer there for funny.
0: Yes.
1: Anyway, the match was Pensa El Zero Miedo against Anthony Zero.
0: Henry. Yeah.
1: Uh you, my We had Matt Menard at commentary our match ended in a pin by Penta Uh, we got his records but I think this is what his second match Uh, I want to say so that would I'm thinking 2-0 for him and then 0-1 for Henry or maybe 0-2 for Henry I'm not sure uh, then you have then they cut backstage
0: where you had Ruby Soho kind of finding out about what was going I on I honestly think she found out uh, I think uh, what happened was An- uh, was it Angelo Parker or yeah so, uh, I think what he did was finally set her aside and said look Soraya didn't show you the whole video and played the whole video and
1: Soraya probably she was kind of playing dumb like it wasn't her and then they're third team member I forget her name
0: yeah she couldn't um, stop smiling
1: yeah and then she kind of pinned it on someone else I forgot who she pinned it on uh would I think a, I a, said Julia Hart or something
0: Julie Hart well uh I can already tell you if confronted with it Sera is going to be in total totally denying every single bit. she she was remember right like uh, even
1: uh i think it was renee paquette
0: yeah she was giving her the most judgmental look because renee knew what she was up to yeah uh yeah all right uh next up we had chris statlander taking with stokely surprisingly he's really wanting to be her manager or something taking on queen aminita aminada or aminada uh real hard-fought match by the Queen. I mean, she's really trying to prove in there that she deserves to be on the active roster for AEW, and can go toe-to-toe with the former TBS champion, which she did. Um, But Chris Statlander had gotten the win by pinfall, making Chris Statlander still undefeated at 3-0. And uh, Queen Amanada. Or Amandala, however you want to go about it. She is right now still defeated at 0-3. Then we had a backstage segment where there is still, still issues going on between Jeff Jarrett and uh, Jay Lethal. But this time, there's no Jeff Jarrett, there's no Karen Jarrett. And uh, just having a conversation, trying to figure out how to become a team again. Uh, The next, we had an interview with Stokely and Chris Statlander, uh, just celebrating over the victory and everything, but here comes Willow Nightingale saying, I'm sorry I'm late, I'm sorry I missed your match, but my flight got canceled somehow. And automatically, everyone's looking to Stokely, and Stokely and Willow get into an argument, and... Right there in front of Chris Statlander, and after that, she's like, you know, I've had enough of this Stop. Had enough, and she walked off. All right. Um, I think Stokely is just being real creepy about this. All right, Chris. So you've got the main event, but this main event—main event time already? No. Which I
1: think was kind of our.
0: Oh yeah, it was kind of our thing. But uh, tonight's Rampage main event. Ended up being our match of the night. Match
1: of now, the night. I was uh, saying that because uh, we didn't know it was we we were expecting. Oh yeah. It to go a tiny bit longer.
0: Well, I wasn't expecting it to be match of the night either. I was thinking SmackDown yeah. would give us something as far as match of the night, which they did. But this one far surpasses. Them. We had Darby
1: Allen versus Jeff Hardy. Uh, Jeff Hardy now being one and one and. Darby Allen being three and one. Uh, we saw more aggression out of Jeff Hardy during yes, this match.
0: That it it was really really vicious. I mean, he was slamming Darby around a lot harder.
1: I think he got thrown kind of over the uh, announce table.
0: Really really hard.
1: And then also thrown into the barricade. Yeah. Uh, the stairs were used, and I think at one point they said they kind of loosened the rules a little bit or something like that. Uh, then you had Darby Allen try this move where he went. He used the, the ropes. For, he put Jeff Hardy in a table in a table, and a chair that was by the ramp. Oh,
0: and, yeah, that move. Yeah. And, and
1: then he ran to the back ropes and then kind it of was a,
0: I think it's like a suicide dive through the ropes or something like that.
1: Yeah, he did that uh, to try and use that as a move, but he ended up missing because Jeff Hardy had gotten out the chair. And then Darby Allen hit the chair.
0: And broke it, too. He broke it. folded the, chair. the other way.
1: I don't think it's supposed to do that, but no. I, I guess it did. <laughs> uh, then you had uh, Hart, Jeff Hardy kind of have a similar thing happen, where he had put Darby Allen on a table, and he, was, oh, he, yeah. he stood on that thing behind the turnbuckle that kind of attaches it to the post. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then jumped off of that, trying to do put, a swanton bomb yeah and he ended up getting put through the table instead
0: hmm uh that, no that he didn't get put through it
1: well he jumped
0: He that, no that table exploded he exploded through the table exactly
1: and uh, then you had uh, Darby Allen attempt a coffin drop that was then countered and then uh what he won by pinfall, Darby Allen did and then after the match Darby Allen you know offered sign of yeah, the respect Yeah he tried to thing. do
0: a fist bump with Jeff Hardy with both of his fists and Jeff Hardy just kind of psyched him out like he was about to do it and then just gets out of the ring So yeah. I'm thinking with what's been going on with Jeff Hardy with the um, basically with him on social media and everything
1: you think he's going heel
0: I think he's going to be going heel I mean he could be like you know I've put a lot of a lot of work into this new company because the old company blah 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 and all of a sudden you know I'm not getting booked properly or anything like that and then you put me in a match with a old with a friend of mine Darby Allen and he's obviously hungrier than I am and wanting to win so I uh, so then he's gonna go heal alright right. That was a uh, match of the night and a wrap up of the. pretty much the all the shows.
1: That was the wrap up of the week.
0: We've done. Today right. in
1: pro wrestling history. Oh, that history. was only today.
0: Yeah, so today in pro wrestling history, Royal, the Royal Rumble took place in Miami, Florida, um, and played host to the first WWE title change on the pay per view at WrestleMania. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter had won the belt from Ultimate Warrior after the Macho King came down to the ring and bashed the Ultimate Warrior over the head with the scepter this of course was after some time after uh, the Ultimate Warrior had won the title the WWE title from Hulk Hogan at the previous uh, Wrestlemania which a lot of people were like "Okay, why are we selecting him Alright, so Next, it was another Royal Rumble Pay-Per-View, I'm having shadows Of Wrestle Kingdom 18, anyway uh, In 1992, the Royal uh, Royal Rumble took place in Albany, New York, and At that time, the WWE Championship was vacant And uh, Just wait till Actual Wrestlemania comes around no they Our WrestleMania episode. what they decided no what they decided they're gonna have the Royal Rumble match and the winner of the Royal Rumble is WWE Champion well of course as I mentioned in yesterday's episode about this uh Ric Flair had won this Royal Rumble and did the tear in my eye promo backstage that's pretty historic the same as him going through his items saying you know I bought this I bought that Space Mountain all that stuff um In 1997, at another Royal Rumble, uh, Shawn Michaels defeated Sid in front of uh, 60,000-plus screaming San Antonians in San Antonio, Texas, here in our backyard. Uh, It was for the WWE Championship, and Shawn Michaels won. But also, Steve Austin had won his Royal Rumble, his first Royal Rumble, by eliminating Bret Hart. And then uh, after that, he the way that Austin won, he tricked the refs. He didn't get eliminated. He went through like f- below the top rope. He didn't go over, he went under. And he wasn't eliminated. So Bret Hart had eliminated someone and automatically thinking he won the Royal Rumble, here comes Stone Cold and just tosses him over the top rope. He wins. And he won. Okay, in 2003, the first Royal Rumble to be held under the WWE brand name came from Boston. Okay. Um, there, Brock Lesnar beat Big Show in the first match to win a spot in the Royal Rumble match. Then in 2007, Bam Bam Big, sadly, Bam Bam Bigelow had passed away at the age of 45 in Hudson, Florida. He had uh, competed in pretty much almost every single promotion across the land at that time. Of course, that's New Japan, WCW, ECW, and WWE. Uh, pretty sad that that day of, of his passing. Alright, so next up in this day in history in 2009 CM Punk had pinned William Regal in a no disqualification match to win the uh, WWE Intercontinental Championship and this happened on a Monday Night Raw in Punk's hometown of Chicago In 2010 TNA Impact you had Dave, uh, Doug Williams defeating The Amazing Red for the TNA X Division title I'm just looking at. i just looking at the Words. notes here. Um, plus, it keeps slipping on me here. Sorry. Uh, in 2011, Sir Oliver Humperdinck had passed away at the uh, from cancer at the age of 62. 2019, one uh, one day two uh, on day two of the World of Sport Tour. Um, B. Presley, also known as Blair Davenport, had beat Viper for the World of Sport Women's title in Newport. She had lost the belt to Viper one night, the night before the event, and then won it back the next night. It was crazy. In 2020, Cara Noor had beat Ilya uh, Dragunov and Kyle Fletcher, Kyle Fletcher and Paul Robinson in a fatal four-way elimination match to win the Progress title. At Progress Chapter, <laughs> cute name for a pre, uh, for a event. Progress Chapter 101, Dalmatians at the Electric Ballroom in London. Uh, on this day in history, in 2021, episode of Impact AEW's Private Party, being accompanied by Matt Hardy, made a surprise appearance and entered a number one contendership match for the Impact Tag Team Championship. Which at that time was being held by the Good Brothers. Good Brothers, uh, private party, were vicious enough over the uh, combination of Chris Sabian and James Storm. All right, that was it for history. Let's go into birthdays. Uh, first birthday to go over. There's only two of them. One of them is, of course, newly new member of the New Day, and now, of course, talking about our truth. Celebrating his 52nd birthday I today. remember
1: the new day? Yeah. I thought it was Judgment Day.
0: Judgment Day, yeah. That's yeah. a new day? I meant Judgment Day. God, it's been a long night. Hmm. Alright. Uh, then, next... Celebrating the birthday of the late, great, and legendary wrestler, Pat Patterson. Um, Pat, sadly, had passed away in December of 2020... At the age of 79 in Miami, Florida. Um, now. Um, here's a little known fact. That no one really knew. That some people didn't know. Up until a certain point about Pat Patterson. Until 2014. Um, Pat Patterson. Had. Is op- was openly gay. And had came out. In the early 1970's. But. It was not acknowledged publicly at all. He came out to fa- uh, to his family saying he was gay. Uh, it was it was not acknowledged at all through WWE when he was when he was wrestling for the company, when he was in uh, when he was helping with the company and everything like that. It wasn't until the finale of a of a WWE Network show, uh, the streaming service WWE Network. Uh, WWE Legends House that's where you had legends kind of meet, come together and it was kind of a competition kind of thing and real world kind of reality TV um, it, it aired June 12th of two, about 10 years ago and um, he said you know I'm surprised I survived my whole entire wrestling career being gay when I first heard that I was like Pat Patterson is gay I did not know this Wow, and it was one of those. Does it really matter? He was a legendary wrestler, the very first WWE Intercontinental Champion, and the man who created and invented the Royal Rumble match. So, if it wasn't for Pat Patterson, Intercontinental title would be irrelevant or irrelevant. Y'all know what I meant. And. um, Of course, there would be no Royal Rumble that we're getting ready to take part in next week. Well, not take part, but watch. Again, it's been late. So, uh, again, Pat Patterson would have celebrated his birthday today. He, uh... God, it was so so hard to hear whenever he did pass away of his death. Alright, so that's it as far as birthdays and this day in history. So now... Uh, we go to news. Today at Pro Wrestling News. All right, Chris, you had some big news coming about uh, former uh, tag team teasing on a a return.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see, well, you remember how I told you a while back on uh, I think it was episode one thousand or something of Impact, you had Devon. And uh, Bully oh, Ray. Oh, yeah, leader. they
0: kind of reunited just for one night. Yeah.
1: Well, they ended up. Well, I say they, it was a Twitter post put out by Bully Ray uh, where he had this video that was basically like old match stuff uh, where you had the Dudleys in matches. Oh. Uh, with the caption, what. What do you think? One last run, and then two question marks, and a, uh, emoji. It, It was, uh, sort of, I guess two
0: hands up, kind of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting, so... Uh,
1: let's see. It also says here that... Uh... Sorry about the uh, delays in the dead air, but it says here that the Dudleys also had this uh, WWE legends contract mm-hmm. a few months ago that they signed yeah what is that
0: basically um, a legends contract bray it, it's what Bray Wyatt has is any merchandise that is sold this is kind of a thing that kind of helped kind of keep people within WWE that like uh, Rob Van Dam, he has an, he's clashed with WWE about this. He, uh, he, they were thinking about putting him under a Legends contract, but at one point he wrestled for AEW, and they said, yeah, we're not gonna. The contract's off the table. And the whole point of it is, you're no longer wrestling, or you have passed away. Any merch with your likeness or name on it. Goes to your family, and that's what happened here. Just
1: because he wrestled with AEW,
0: yeah, with Rob Van Dam, as far as Rob Van Dam, yeah. All right. Um, hang on. I'm trying, to, trying to clean things up as I go. Okay. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling has announced that... Kazukiya... Uh, Kazukiya... Uh, Kazutsuka? Okada. Yeah, Okada. Well, he's leaving New Japan Pro Wrestling at the end of this month. So, January 31st, Okada... And it's massive news coming out of Japan here. Uh, he, they're saying he is heading to United States... Uh, where his destination will more than likely be AEW, but a lot of fans are kind of like maybe WWE. Um, well, New Japan had released a statement saying, quote, we apologize to fans for the abrupt nature of this announcement, but join them in wishing Okada the very best in his future, end quote. Um, that was just their way of saying, you know, He's going to be leaving soon, so get your tickets to see him while you can. Uh, now, Okada had released a statement uh, in short saying that there is nothing but gratitude for the, for having been part of New Japan Pro Wrestling since 2007. And um, for New Japan Pro Wrestling bringing him from a 19-year-old kid off of a plane in Mexico to the rainmaker he is today. Concluded also by saying thank you to the rest to the best of companies in New Japan Pro Wrestling, to the best of opponents that I've ever been able to face here, and to the best of fans who have cheered and booed over the years. I promise to make it. I promise to make it rain in every match I have left. So keep watching surprised he hadn't ended it with uh and make sure to grab your umbrellas cause he's the rain see what I did there rain okay. it's gonna rain it's gonna rain alright Chris you got uh news about Will Osprey? see
1: uh, well they're saying that he might show up with uh uh, AEW Revolution. Uh, Dave Meltzer putting out an update on his uh, affiliation with AEW where it says that he's going to be appearing, well, at least it's ma- set to that he's going to be appearing at Revolution uh, and could probably, is likely to become a, uh, he's going to be making op- regular appearances on uh, aw starting uh, later next month quote osprey is scheduled for revolution in greensboro and will be starting as a regular on tv in february end
0: quote okay, okay well um triple h has reported a that- Triple H reportedly has significant interest in a uh, free agent. Uh, As we know, he took firm control of the WWE creative process, meaning creative writing, characters, things of that nature. Uh, In recent months, uh, Kiari, Jade Cargill, and CM Punk, Kiari Singh, had came back for uh, joint damage control and everything. Jade Cargill and CM Punk, uh, most of the n- notable free agents that WWE have picked up, thanks to Triple H. Now there's another one that's going to be hitting the market. The free agent market. And, of course, it was who I was talking about earlier. Okada. Um, now, uh, They've been thinking of who can be his opponent if he, when he does join WWE as far as Wrestlemania. There are the likes of Finn Balor and AJ Styles, just to name a few because they've had clashes in New Japan in the past. Um, so, Triple H and WWE president Nick Khan, uh, they think they given a are getting an opportunity to form a genuine relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. This is not to say WWE is trying to replace AEW as New Japan Pro Wrestling's North American partner at the end of uh, and the end and end the popular Forbidden Door events. Uh, one way to judge on where Okada may move to may go to. Uh, if he, he can re- still continue to reside in Japan, or he can move to, say, uh, Florida, where WWE is at. Chris, you've got a story about a. Uh, oh, hang on, let me clear out my old, old story. Okay, so you had a story about some coming out of uh, TNA. Let's
1: see here. Uh, 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 so, uh, there was a, a run they did a while back, it says here in 2008 that they introduced a new th- a theme, uh, Cross the Line. That that was the name of the theme. Okay. Uh, Which they then started using on October 23rd of that same year. Uh, This is back when they were on Spike TV. Oh, right, right, right. I remember that. Uh, And they eventually did away with it after a few changes. Let's see. Uh, Then their official Twitter or X account said, officially announced that due to uh, some... positive reception that they will be uh, reintroducing it Let's see, quote due to overwhelmingly positive reception to it being featured on our recent live events, the iconic cross the line theme will return starting tonight on a hashtag TNA Impact on Ad Access TV hmm. I don't recall hearing it that wasn't, you know, I don't know what it sounds like so
0: yeah. Alright uh, Well some news that uh, Came out after Monday Night Raw uh, Seth Rollins had Actually had gotten injured during his match With uh, Jinder Mahal what was Af- the injury? Well hang on, hang on Well after the match when The cameras went off He had to be helped to the back And was able To put his weight on an Injured leg well, um, it has been ret- uh, reported now he has t- he has a torn MCL muscle, uh, so on the, the, his legs. Uh, but as of right now, what they're saying, if this tear is not severe, it's minor, then it would only they would only take him out of action for a couple of weeks. But if it's going to need surgery, he's going to be out three months or more. So that begs the question. Uh, is he going to be able to go to, Wrestle, or to Royal Rumble and Wrestlemania to defend his title if he doesn't use a at Royal Rumble? Um, yeah, that's true. So, right now they're saying they're going to, I guess, reevaluate. But if he does, they're going to have to strip the title of him off of him. And we're going to have a tournament or uh, maybe another Battle Royal or, or Royal Rumble to determine who the champion are. Alright. Well, um... Let's see. A um... Well, now we're, we're done with that. We're done with the news. Well, we're about to get out of here, but before we do, we got to do a shout-out. And uh, I want to do a special shout out because we've been we were uh, pretty much uh, watching SmackDown, and of course he's on TikTok. He has his own TikTok uh, channel and everything where he goes live and he'll watch uh, watch and SmackDown, not pers- not uh, WWE much, uh, sometimes NXT, but uh, he's been um, doing been a uh tick or influencer or what have you for about five months uh i'm talking about um the he's not necessarily a uh follower either uh of ours and we hope he is soon uh we're talking about know your wrestling uh of course he comes with comes on uh monday nights on monday night raw and smackdown for his live reactions and to talk to us fans and um got to say the guy has welcomed us into his chat and and uh the that wrestling community there very nice people i mean if you want to go to a, a go find a, a tiktoker that's watching live streaming and r- you're seeing their reactions to monday night raw or smackdown or basically just talk wrestling in general um it's the place to go he uh he, he couldn't speak enough about our show so we're not gonna speak we're not gonna sp- stop speaking enough about him and uh like i said he's only been on tiktok for five months and has got um see so he's only got he's got 2074 followers And it's still growing. Uh, And we've been on this live chat for probably about uh, the second time we've been on this live chat. And just got to say, if you guys are on TikTok and you're looking for, you know, good people that will not put you down or anything like that or be negative to you, go to that channel and follow and, you know tune in on his live every monday night he's on the east coast so if you're on uh if you're on any other time zone for us uh because he's going to be doing a live stream of uh the upcoming royal rumble and we'll be there to watch it so if you guys want to kind of chime in or see us kind of pop up where we'll talk about wrestling and everything like that uh he always starts his uh live at eight o'clock Uh, eastern time whereas if you're in central it'll be seven o'clock p.m. and so on and so forth so again uh know your wrestling follow him get notifications of when he does his live you will not regret it from us i mean could not stop talking about us and we we love it we love getting the recognition but we also like to recognize those that recognize us so, um, okay, well, with that, uh, Chris, anything to take away from tonight from uh, the world of professional wrestling? Uh,
1: I don't think I've seen someone be threatened to get stripped of their title before.
0: I n- never thought I'd see anyone use that on Roman. I mean, it worked. It worked, yeah, I got him to sign it, but it was after he wore down those his three op- future opponents.
1: Let's see. um, Jeff was mad.
0: Yeah. Or at the
1: very least, he was just aggressive. But at the same time, you had that whole respect
0: thing at the end. I'm starting to think that the whole thing with him complaining on social media was all just a work.
1: It was part of his character.
0: Yeah, like this is how he's going to turn heel.
1: Well, uh, remember that article we read about that, right? Yeah. Uh, I think it was on the last episode we did. There was something about how... Uh, it looks like Jeff and Matt are getting uh, new characters.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Sorry. they're talking about Matt going back to the uh broken Matt Hardy character, and Jeff going back to um. What was his character's name? He used to have Willow or something like that. Either way, that that took me by surprise too. Was Jeff? I mean, he was hauling off and chunking Darby Allen into the barricade so much. And then, of course, the f- failed swanton bomb onto the table to where that thing just shattered into a billion pieces, that table. Um. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, that that stood out was that main event on Rampage and then, of course, Roman finally, someone threatening to strip him of the title and you know, doesn't care about the repercussions.
1: I mean, like if they don't suspend him, they can strip him of the title. Yeah. So. Oh, definitely. Roman's learned that there's powers above him.
0: Yes, even though Paul Heyman told Nick Aldis to his face earlier tonight that Roman runs SmackDown, runs this show, runs WWE, blah, 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 but blah. But he can't
1: strip anybody of a title. Yeah. Or suspend anyone. Well, without some... Gentle bending of the rules. Anyway.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, he. I was saying that he couldn't. Be, uh, bend. No. He couldn't get anyone suspended. Uh, without some kind of bending of the rules or something like. Yeah, that's, some kind of plan or plot.
0: That's usually their gameplay. All right. Well, that pretty much ends the episode. So we got. Uh, we got to go ahead and head on out of here. We gotta get some sleep because, we got a lot. A lot to prepare for. All right, another good week, and we're one, one more day, and we'll have uh, completed the week. We'll go over uh, match of the week that we'll put up in the toss for match of the month. Uh, and of course, we're going to be uh, going over collision tomorrow on tomorrow's episode. So uh, you guys get give us feedback. You find us on our social media pages: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, X (formerly Twitter). And uh, again, we mentioned uh, know your wrestling. If you're a follower of theirs, come to our page, listen to us, follow us, and uh, if you guys ever want to hang out with uh, hang out with us on our show and there, or with you know that live let us know chris where can they find us on the uh email
1: Crosspromopod at gmail.com
0: all right well for the cross promo show i'm kevin
1: and i'm chris we gone
0: Still trying to find that sound. I can smell you.